is very mid. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> listen, I don't know why. I think it's because, listen, I don't have a great argument the, for this the, point. Is it the great acting or? <laughs> I, don't great have, acting. I don't have a great argument for this point other than I can only compare it to Hereditary, which I'm probably that's just going to unfair. Do. Okay. It is very unfair, but that's the thing. It's my opinion. Yeah, um, true. I feel like when I watched Midsummer, I understood what I was trying to do with its whole love story and it, the whole arc of what's what's her main character's name? Um, Florence Pugh is uh. Florence Pugh, but I forgot her name in the movie. Uh, um, look that up. It, there's just a lot of comparisons that I can make to Hereditary that it's gonna get annoying, but just understand. Danny I, in the movie. Danny. Danny. Okay, there we go. I think I really did not believe her character. Um, what does that mean? Okay, I didn't believe her character going through the changes she was going through throughout the course of the movie. Um, I felt some of it was overly dramatic, and I know for like an A twenty four, especially. Who's the director? What's the name? He made her, her, her uh, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Um, it's kind of like you're gonna get that, mm. but for me, I don't know. It just felt way too dramatic. And yeah. For my life, I have a, I have a rebuttal for that. That's, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about the Ari Aster interview that I already know, but because mm-hmm. I understand his point with the movie, I understand all that. He's not what he tried I, to do. Yeah, for what he was trying to do. I just felt, as a character for Danny, just going through the movie, it kind of annoyed me a little bit. Especially <laughs> when it got to the end, and then you just see her like whole demeanor change. Mm-hmm. In like a split second, I was like, okay, really? Is this what okay. I, the whole movie led up to? That yeah. like, she's basically okay now after all this? I mean, obviously not okay. She's like, Kind of cuckoo in the last part. Yeah. She just burned alive her boyfriend or ex boyfriend or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's my point. I guess it mainly has to do with the main character. Um, mm-hmm. Too dramatic. Didn't really believe anything that was happening. Of course, it's a very like intoxicating movie. Like, it literally. is. Like they trip almost the entire time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Okay, you can go, Joey. So my main thing with that whole like she's too dramatic, I had a, someone else told me that too, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a scene in the very beginning when she opens her drug cabinet, and yeah. I don't know if you pay attention to what's in the cabinet, but she's taking diazepam, which is Valium, which is for antidepressants. Oh. And when she they and she doesn't take it with her because she doesn't even take it then. That's a, like that's a hint that she's skipping out her drugs that she should be taking to deal with the family trauma. Mm-hmm. So, so, and then whenever they trip, they state that they're like us. They were tripping for like five days or something right. like that. That they mm-hmm. were knocked out for like almost like half a week or some shit. So from whenever they left or even before they left to the ending of that movie, she's off antidepressants. So her mental state is deteriorating the entire Not all movie. There. Yeah. That's why she's seeing her sister in the trees and stuff like that. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, that's... Yeah, cinematography, everything, the movie looks fucking phenomenal, dude. 
Mm-hmm. The scary yeah, so, scenes are phenomenal. Yeah. So I just didn't though, really buy it. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. I didn't buy it like a, I bought Hereditary. But, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd explain it more than that, you know? Yeah. I feel like, to. I feel like if the argument is, like, it was, it's not believable, or it says, like, it's too out of, like, what'd you say exactly? You were like, it's not, you didn't buy it, right? I didn't buy it, but then, like, Hereditary, they go through, like, some demonic shit, and, like, how are you supposed to buy that either, you know? Yeah. If we're comparing the two. So that argument argument has no legs, really. It doesn't, but I think. It's just how you felt about it. I think, yeah, yeah, it's Hereditary just going through the trauma with the whole family. I think that's more believable than uh, what happens I, in Midsummer. I think what happens in Midsummer is very believable because they both deal with the pagan cult. Mm-hmm. And to have this girl who is not mentally stable because of her family trauma and to have an unloving boyfriend who's like very back and forth with her and like kind mm-hmm. of toying with her emotions throughout the movie because he knows she's not okay. But yet he wants to go with his bros. Makes she comes with them, you know, he doesn't want her to. She can tell he doesn't want her to. She's off her meds, and then crazy shit starts happening. And what happens happens at the end of the movie where she finds him cheating on her, basically. And mm-hmm. he he kind of willingly does that because throughout the movie, yeah. he's eye fucking the girl throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> there are some people that like to. I've heard arguments <laughs> where I'm like, well, he well he was forced. I'm like he kind of no, 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 no. He so she walked in on that, and the thing is, is that the cult knew like how weak her mental state was because of the one guy who knew about her trauma, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. her switch up at the end is not abrupt. It's what happens to somebody when their mental state is completely broken. Yeah, her entire psyche is done. And yeah, she feels like this cult is. These people care about how I feel. They don't. They used mm-hmm. her. They used her weak mental state to get what they wanted to get their sacrifices. But they were able to think of them as pedophiles, and they are what's it called when you uh not uh, nurture them, you uh groom. groom groom. They groomed her. Thanks, Serge. <laughs> so I don't think that's the, yeah. I think that's I think that's a perfect that's a very realistic storyline. That is how people become prey to like pedophiles and stuff like that, people over the internet. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great it's a great different depiction of it because again they're using a pagan cult to like right. get yeah. that message across. I yeah. think Florence Pugh's acting's phenomenal. I think she was snubbed as far as yeah, being same. nominated. I, I agree. And, I think the only thing that halts that movie is that because everyone had the expectations from Hereditary, yeah, everyone was waiting for the crazy twist. And that movie does not have a crazy twist because you see that twist coming. Yeah. But because you know... I don't think it's not a twist. It's not a movie that has a twist. I think it's just forward, straightforward. Straightforward. Because the audience clearly sees it coming. And you are worried for Danny because if you are invested, you know that she's not okay. Yeah. And that she is falling for the things. Mm-hmm. And that everyone's just a plot, like a placeholder for this cult to put in place to make everything happen. Yeah. But everybody else, people, I feel like the detractors of that movie are the ones that like 
wanted that hereditary that last how the last 30 minutes becomes a horror I don't think movie. I wanted that. I think I wanted something different and I got something different. Yeah. But I still think after everything you said, um I think I have a different view on it now. Mhm. Than I had before. I'd have to watch it again after this to be like, yeah. okay, I changed my mind. I actually want to ask Serge. What were you going to say? I do think the shock value is way higher in Midsummer, though. Yeah. Well, no, yeah they, do literally, they do literally throw a hammer on this guy's yeah. you know, forehead. Yeah. So, you got that. I, I do want to ask Serge uh, his opinion because, or want to get his opinion because I think he was one of those people where I think he was like with you, Brian. Is that true, Serge? <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy because when I, when I first saw the movie, I I didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked I liked pieces of it, and I I understood what it was going for, and how it was really just this fucked up breakup, you know. And and, and yeah. I get that, and it was it was good, but I just I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't hit me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things that like as it sort of like like as as it sort of sat there, and I just kind of thought about it more, and then I started talking to people about it and i even talked to you about it cisco i just kind of realized that it's a really good fucking movie yeah um and it's 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 just it's on a different level from hereditary i i still i'm gonna pick hereditary over it oh mm-hmm. yes um yeah but nothing wrong with that That's it's a fair on a, argument. it's on a different level as far as doing this sort of and and that's why I think Ari Aster is a genius because, you know, Hereditary at its core, it's this it's this horror movie. It's a, it's a drama, but it turns into this horror movie, right? Yeah. But really, what it is, it's the horrors of, you know, it's the horrors of us not being able to control what is Hereditary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's you know whatever it is, whether it's cancer or whether it's some type of disease that is hereditary, it's us not being able to control that, and our fate is predetermined. That's right? why, yeah, like that that scene where he's in class and they're talking about fate, these characters' fate, and yeah. it's one of those like throwaway lines, but it, it's like really the ba- whole basis of the movie. Yeah, and and it's genius. Right? Yeah, and it's sort of the same thing with this, where it's 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 this theme that is taken and done in such a way that like if you. If you really just go and watch it, you're kind of, I mean, it's just a bunch of shit that happens, right? Really. But yeah. if you think about it and if you really dissect it, bro, it's, it's just, it's really good. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could say it's mid. Maybe, you know, maybe, yeah. I was going to say that's probably what happened to me. I thought it was, I still think it's underwhelming. When I first yeah. watched it, I thought it was I, underwhelming. I, I, can, I can understand that. That's because I I agree with that. When I watched and I didn't it. feel like dissecting it. I thought I just thought okay, movie looked pretty. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. I get. Um, you. I feel like the only fault I have with Midsummer is compared to Hereditary. It's just the side characters are not fleshed out very well. No, nah, they're, they're they're pretty. Killed. Yeah, no, you're right. That's but, that's yeah. a big but the, thing. But the two mains that you got to care about are well established, which yeah is enough. And I, yeah, I think the reason why I love Midsummer because I remember seeing Midsummer. I'm going to go through this really quickly, but I remember seeing Midsummer and I remember not knowing what to think of it. 
I remember liking it a lot, but I was just like, oh man, there's something about this movie that just is keeping me on my toes. And then so I started thinking about it more like Surge. And I think what what helped was me me and Surge talking about it um, more and more. But this, and I've seen interviews with Ari Aster, and he basically describes this as a breakup, but it's a folktale. It's it's yeah. it's a breakup. And if you don't look at it as a horror movie, it is just a, a fucked up breakup. Um, I think it it switched okay. a switch went in my head where it's like, oh, that's what it is. I mean, and, it's it's the horrors of a breakup, bro. It's yeah, like, and it is when it's a fucked up breakup. It's the horror and of, like mental illness. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 you know. And I don't think it's meant to be realistic <clears throat> or anything like that. I think the absurdity of the film, I think, to me, makes it more relatable and realistic to what uh, her name is, Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny is feeling because. Like you said, these characters, the side characters, they are one note, but I think that's that goes to show uh, Danny's surroundings. You know, yeah. she has no yeah. one to talk to about this awful thing that's happened to her, like devastating thing, and and her boyfriend uh, is one of the worst characters ever, one of the worst boyfriends ever, who doesn't care, and. Uh, Bro, what's that actor's name, man? He's really good. Yeah, uh, he was in Transformers Four. He's in dude. A, he's he's in so Sing Street. good, man. He's in Sing Street, and he's really good in Sing Street. Um, I he literally if... and props to him, bro. He's running around yeah. naked. Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of balls. There's <laughs> ball, no pun intended. Bro. A lot of flaccid penises and flopping around everywhere. Yeah, no pun intended. I mean, but... you know, you know, if you think about it, man, like, all right, when I when I first. And I mean, I think we can all we can all agree when you know the scene starts popping off where he's yeah. having sex with the girl, and there's like all these women with, they're just chanting and shit. Like it's weird, freaky. Like yeah, I, I was so confused, right? But then you think about it, and like whether whether Danny was gonna that's her name, right, Danny? Yeah, Danny. Yeah. <clears throat> whether she was gonna find out that he was cheating back at home with some random girl at her bed. Yeah. Or if she was gonna find him doing it in a cult, it's yeah. the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. He's gonna so react just, the same. Exactly. So it's just heightened, and it's yeah. it just fits the narrative because he, you know, we're it, it's just ah, oh, dude. Honestly, thinking about it more, it's just yeah. No, it's it. I think it's it's going on so many levels too because you know you mentioned the very ending scene where, um, I think Brian criticism where like she switches, <laughs> uh, mentality really quickly, and uh, of course. I think in reality, he's not burning alive. This isn't happening. This is kind of like a metaphorical way of dealing with Danny's, her finding letting go of this. Burning your past. It's burning your past. Burning your past. past. And she's embracing this because these people, whatever you want, this cult, whatever, they're nothing. Now. They're nothing but nice to Danny. Even when yeah, she's yeah. crying, she's yeah, like. There's a scene where like they're breaking down with her. I think that scene's her. amazing. And they're. That's like one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I gotta laugh at that part. It is. I did it's too. Funny. But... It's funny. It's outlandish and it's funny, but in a way, if it's, you look it's, at it, yeah, it's on purpose. It's funny it's, because yeah. you yeah. see her react with them. Like, yeah, she's yeah. like seeing her face oh, too. That she's like, oh, it's purposeful. It's not like it's unintentional. Like it's supposed to be kind of zany kind of like you know meta and everything like yeah like it's, but when, it's, it's great it's man. like when the the son throws himself out the window in hereditary i laugh yeah when he did that shit. yeah like, the plop at the ground just 
was funny, but it yeah, works because you know, he fucking dies when he does it. But yeah. The way he does it, and the way it's framed, it shows the back camera. It shows the camera from the back. Yeah, it's just, funny. He takes like three steps and hurls himself out the window. Yeah, he that one dude beating his meat. <laughs> yeah, he's he, that movie's insane, especially too because you know we we give Midsummer. The, the the credit of being fucking wacko, but Mitz, I mean, Hereditary, there's some scenes in there where you're like, holy. Dude, I didn't notice the people whacking it, whacking off at first, man, I gotta tell you. And I watched it, and someone yeah. pointed out to me, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, you gotta rewatch it a couple times. But, um, but yeah, no, like, even the score, I think at the very end of the scene, I mean, the movie is, like, beautiful, and it shows the euphoric nature of Danny's emotional journey throughout the whole movie you know at the very and beginning she's crying and everything and i think that scene is the first time she smiles willingly yeah. in that movie yeah, it is yeah when she smiles she's finally you know like you said burned her past she's accepted by these people she's loved by these people and they understand her they know where she's coming from they like even the guy the one the the swedish guy who kisses her at one point he's like i've I felt like what you felt and whatever. And it's like, she's finally being accepted. And it's like, that manipulative <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, I know he's manipulative, but in a way we're seeing it through Danny's perspective. So she's finally understood. And um, mm-hmm. that's why I think, um, I don't know if it's mid um, like that, but I, I understand where you're coming from. It is in a sense, more underwhelming than hereditary because hereditary is so airtight. Ryan, have you only seen it once? I have. All right. I think I'm gonna rewatch it though. Yeah, check it yeah. out again. Um, yeah, my, when, my my girlfriend saw it for the first time not too long ago, maybe like a couple months back. Mm-hmm. And after she watched it, she was like, "That like she's like that was fucking wild." Like, yeah. What does any of this mean? And I sent her kind of like what I just said to y'all right now about mm-hmm. the whole mental stuff. Also, and then she was like, "Oh shit!" It's like this movie's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. No, it, that I, Hereditary and Midsummer are both like movies that need two to three viewings to like fully embrace if you're like skeptical at first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially Hereditary because Midsummer is in your face. Like this is what's yeah. happening. Hereditary, yeah. you catch on to the possession stuff quick once you've seen it one time. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a bunch of like subtle hints. Yeah, and. uh <laughs> I think we just got to give Ari Aster credit for, you know, for having two films that are that this dense, um, especially in, in the narrative sense, but how it's just firing all, all cylinders with Hereditary. And then you combat your sophomore film with Midsummer. how they're different, completely different movies, but how Midsummer is a lot more tamed. Than yeah, well. I guess so. But in a sense, it's, still the same way it's that jam-packed as hereditary my mm-hmm. my biggest thing with it is back to back bro yeah it's crazy yeah. you know what i'm saying back to back like he didn't he didn't wait yeah he's like i'm it's... ready i got something else <laughs> and it's it's like like we said earlier too florence p was amazing in this movie um her boyfriend fuck it's so sad that we don't remember his name um he's great in this too um, everyone dude even what's his face um like yeah his side character was kind of shit but Oh, um, the, yeah. The, um, oh, Maze Runner Kid? Yeah. Maze yeah, Runner dude, Kid. Were the Millers? Too, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like, he was, was actually good. funny, bro. Like, And then Cheaty from A Good Place is good also. Yeah. yeah. 
And my favorite scene in that movie is when him and the boyfriend are arguing about the paper. Oh yeah, dude. It's so it's so that's the kind of people that are surrounding Danny. Like people. Yeah, those types of people. And it's just in a sense you see that scene, it's like, what the fuck are they arguing about a paper, about a, a thesis? But you realize these are the kind of assholes she's dealing with. That she has nobody to... cares about like her well being whatsoever. Yeah, they're all worried about their own stuff. Everyone has like their own personal gain. Yeah. And um, honestly, I commend the kills in that movie. That butterfly yeah. one is fucking crazy. <laughs> they don't hold back. Lungs. Yeah. Oh my god, that one was so fucked. Yeah, dude, they don't hold back Holy at all. Holy shit. Just like the hammering the face in. I remember seeing that for the first time. I was like, what am I watching? My whole theater gasped yeah. when it happened. Not it since the, the piano wire in Hereditary had I like flinched yeah. that bad in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, Brian, any final thoughts on on the Midsummer? Maybe like, Midsummer um, is so mid. <laughs> I mean, it's mid until I watch the movie again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I think you guys explained it well. Mm-hmm. I think I probably have a new perspective on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say that just yet until I watch the movie. Yeah, but you don't say, wanna... Who knows, man? You might yeah, watch it. I might hate it even more. You, yeah, you, more. you might you might not like it. So it is what it is. I mean Yeah. But I'll give but, it another shot. Cool. I'm glad we could we could do that. You know, because you know we I love some midsummer so much. But um now we're moving on to our final topic of the day. Um Sergio has an unpopular opinion. Uh All how right. you tell us what that is. Well Here's the thing. I feel bad saying it a little bit just because I don't and and I want to say it and I want y'all to talk about it because I haven't seen it since it came out and I I'll be honest with you man, I just don't even remember it. I, I mm-hmm. guess I guess I didn't like it that much. I don't know. I don't really know. Um but I think Ladybird is very mid and I just, as a coming-of-age film, I don't know. For me, it was forgettable, clearly, because I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And I just, the praise that it got and everyone talking about it, I, I didn't go into it thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be the best movie I've ever seen, but it just it didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see what Joey has to say about this. Now... Personally, I love Lady Bird, mm-hmm. but I can see how, because most coming of age movies are like we have Super Bad, we have Book Smart, yeah, we have The Edge of Seventeen, mm-hmm. Easy A, like, like these Easy A, Love Simon, yeah, and it's the great. one thing all all these movies have in common is that they're funny, <laughs> like hilariously funny, right? There's like a. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lady, Are you saying Lady that Bird, Lady Bird is that? <laughs> Lady Bird is, but it's, Lady Bird okay. has a dry humor. Yeah, it is very dry. Lady Bird is very Seinfeld-esque it's, it's humor. It, I think it's quirky. Like, yeah, that humor a, is very quirky. And now, he said the praise of God. I am looking at it right now. Lady Bird currently holds a... Are y'all ready for this? I'm ready. It holds a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, and that's that's my answer to it. So 99% and of critics Jesus gave it a Christ. positive review. And then a 94 out of 100 on Metacritic. 
Yeah. Mm. And it only became a 99 because it stayed at 100% until the 196th review was a negative review. No yeah. way. Yeah. So a little disclaimer about Rotten Tomatoes for the fans. It When Rotten Tomatoes has a score of 99 or 100, that means 100% or 99% of the critics gave it a positive review. It's not that's what people rate it at 99. It's got like a 99 out yeah. of 100. Yeah, it's more of like, yeah. I know people get that mixed up, so I want the fans to know that if I don't want you guys to watch Lady Bird thinking that it's a 99. It's it's good. It's a really good film. Um, I I believe I can I can agree with him that like mm-hmm. I could see how someone can go watch it and be like especially with the praise it got. Yeah. Especially when movies like Booksmart, which also kind of got the same praise. Yeah. But Booksmart's a super like again like that's a hilarious Jonah Hill's yeah. little sister in that movie. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about Booksmart after this. I, okay. I, 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 honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that we should shift our focus from Lady Bird okay. to Booksmart. Yeah. Oh. I, I think so too because we're, it's it's an even fight now. Um. So yeah. look, Lady Bird. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna sing its praises because I think it's very genius. I think it's great. Greta Gerwig mm-hmm. did a great job in Lady Bird. Um, I can understand why people are underwhelmed because it's not eventful. It's very deep and it's a real movie. What it's doing, yeah. Um, it's a real movie. What What do you What do you think, Brian? Just real quick. Um. To yeah. Wrap first up Lady time Bird. I saw it, I really thought like it was same thing. Uh, Serge said is like what was his praise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It would when it come out. Twenty seventeen, dude. I was heavily yeah. into Brockhampton. So yeah. that crowd loved that movie and I was yeah. like, what the fuck? But I saw I saw it a second time uh-huh. recently. Yeah. And I was like, this is like a cute like coming of age movie. You know, it's yeah. nice. You know, yeah. I don't think anything's wrong with it. Uh thing I appreciate it more. Yeah. The one thing I don't understand about Lady Bird is why Timothy got so much praise for it. See, okay, now, now there we can agree on. Let's go. Timothy is just Timothy, man. Tim- Timothy's good in the movie, but total screen time's like fifteen minutes, <laughs> and that was, was like what soul and Call Me by Your Name came out the same year. Yeah, he got less praise. I heard, and everyone was praising him from Lady Bird before, yep. before I saw Lady. Lady Bird, but I was already a fan of Timothy because of The King and these other movies. Everyone yeah. was like, well, you gotta see Lady Bird. Like, Timothy does phenomenal. I'm like, oh, and I saw him. I'm like, geez, he's just a douchebag. He's kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Like, yeah. But the thing, again, I personally, I think as a film, Lady mm-hmm. Bird is a superb movie because mm-hmm. it's shot very well. The acting is yeah. great. And it's a real movie. Yeah. This is exactly how a lot of angsty teenagers' lives do go. Yeah. It's not like Book Smart at the end where you're breaking, you steal a car and drive it to yeah. graduation. Okay. Or like Super Bad where you, you go to this crazy party, get period yeah, blown, yeah. it's just a fun have y'all Have y'all ever seen this spectacular now? I love it. Okay. I think, I think that does, that's better than Lady Bird. I haven't seen it. I think that does the whole. I mean, no, I they're not. They're not angsty I think they're different. Like I that. think they're different. They're, they're different, but I'm like when I when I met coming of age, I'm not talking like it doesn't have to be typical, you know, comedic like crazy Kirk, shit happening. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. The, you know, spectacular now, same thing. It's it's realistic. It's yeah. real. Yeah. Um, I just don't see how Lady Bird did like. Oh, it's like in, like I don't know. I don't believe the yeah. hype. 
that's, that's I, yeah, and I, I which is say, fair. As much as, I, as much as I love the movie, I can understand the. I can understand it like, too. What groundbreaking thing did it do? Especially because yeah. I feel like the last twenty minutes of that movie is super rushed. Lady Bird, like the college part of it when she goes to college. Oh yeah, I like that part a lot, but I mean that's neither here or there. But I yeah. like it too, but I feel like because that movie's already short to begin with. Yeah. They could have done more because it's already like only an hour and. Yeah, it's not that. It's not, I don't think it's super long either. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I can understand, but I totally get like the, yeah. the crazy praise it got. Like, do I completely understand it? No. Do I think it deserves praise in certain aspects? I do believe. Uh, <laughs> what's the lead actress's name? Uh, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think she deserves the praise she got. I think Greta Gerwig deserves the praise yeah. for. But the and then she made Little whole, Women. Yeah. But the film as a whole getting like it's a master class of coming of age, I don't know. No. I have to rewatch it again. Because I don't even, know. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So, are, y'all, are y'all splitting this into parts? Uh, Usually we just release it all. I mean, and then, uh, no, I mean that's fine, but I'm just yeah. book smart. Uh, we could, we could, we could release it. We could release this. Probably, it's up we'll, to I mean, y'all. It's up to y'all. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I mean, I we'll see how long it goes. Yeah, yeah, we'll see 30. how long it is at the end. Yeah, okay, we can but, we can definitely break right, it up into well, parts. Um, do you want me to just say my opinion on Booksmart just, real fast? Yeah. No, you know what? Just uh, take your time. It's fine if it, it goes over. It's <laughs> well, because this is a fun one. Yeah, it is. All right. <clears throat> you gonna, gonna prepare? I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I need to set the scene. All right. I don't want yeah. anyone thinking that. Look, okay. you're a hater. Yeah, because I'm not, man. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. The premise is good. It's shot really well. the The care for the characters is great. I I like it, and I the film overall is is fine. But it's so mid <laughs> as far as the story, and it's so not that funny. Mm-hmm. That I don't understand the hype at all. Uh, I don't understand why people keep saying this movie. Like I, I don't get it. Uh, I think, and we've talked about it a little bit, but I think Superbad yeah. does everything better in every way. Uh, even in the more dramatic moments. Now I think this film is shot better. Um, it's you know Olivia Wilde. I think her characters. I think there's more care in them, and you can see it. You can see it on screen. But I just think that I don't know. Comedy is subjective. What's funny to you, it might not be funny to me. But I, I, I it's hard for me to watch a comedy, even even in shitty comedies, bro. I'll watch Dinner for Schmucks. I might chuckle twice. <laughs> <laughs> but I barely laughed, bro. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Um, where did you see so... this again? When? No, where? Oh, man. Come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> look. All right. Look. It, it might play a part in it, but, like, I, I watched it on the on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, um, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but... I don't think I don't know. I I, I want to rewatch it, but I just mm-hmm. think that everything everything that I saw 
and I even did try to rewatch the beginning part of it. And there's parts, there's parts that are like, it, this is gonna sound shitty, but like, I can tell when they're trying to be funny. Okay. It's just I can, not. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's just not working, and the like the the character, dude. I always forget her name, man. The the side character that's like just everywhere. That's like just uh, Billy Lord's up. character. Yeah, she is the most annoying character. She is so annoying. She's not funny. I I didn't laugh one time. Every time she popped up, I wanted her to go away. The funniest character in the film was the boy that was rich. That. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, he's funny. To, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Really kept funny. trying to, kept trying to, you know, and Impressed. I even liked his character arc a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, Brian, do you want to say anything? Okay, listen. in regards, because I know you feel. All right, listen. No, no, no don't, don't say anything. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just saying <laughs> you. Me, yeah, Brian, come on. Me, Francisco, Sergio, and Anthony were in a Discord call talking. Yeah. And they were talking about this movie, Booksmart. I haven't, I hadn't <laughs> seen it, right? There's oh, your setup two is great. completely opposite sides. I can mm-hmm. just tell. I'll just spoil it for everyone. Francisco, he likes the movie, you know. Yeah. Okay. Sergio obviously doesn't kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. So I was in the middle. I was like, I really want to watch this movie now. Mm-hmm. I was like, guys, I'm gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it that night. Yeah. I watch it in my room, not on the airplane, by the way. Not not on an airplane. In your room, in the comfort of your own home. In my comfort, in the comfort yeah. of my own home, bro. Chilling. You're just chilling. My parents aren't even home, so I could laugh out loud as long as I want. Did you dude. have food? Did snacks? You have snacks? Popcorn? Do you have snacks? Dude. dude. All of them? Had all I had all, all the snacks, snacks, man. Okay. All the snacks. <laughs> so you were ready. He was ready, bro. He was ready. He was ready. I was ready. I love these types of movies, man. You know, I yeah, love, you love age. I love yeah. comedies. I love stupid comedies. Yeah, oh, they're listen. they're great. Listen, <laughs> I didn't really like this movie. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. I didn't think yeah. I maybe chuckled twice, dude. <laughs> I thought I uh, I thought it was just like very forceful comedy. Yes. Um, I think some of the parts. Having to do with the main character and her. Okay, listen. I'll say this first because it's in the beginning of the movie. Beginning of the movie, she. Everyone's got. It's the last year of high school. They're all seniors. They're gonna go to college, and she's the smart, the smartest one. She's super focused on school. Yeah. And then she thinks she's sort of better than everyone. I guess you get that feeling from her. Oh yeah, she 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 definitely, she definitely thinks she's better. Um, yeah. She has that scene in the restroom where she just talks shit to them and then yeah, right. yeah, yeah. right. That's what I'm getting. Super so fucked. She has a scene in the, in the restroom. She's like, "Well, I'm going to yell next year. Where are you? Where are you going to? Bunch of losers, basically." Right? Which is super fucked. Yeah, like Everyone automatically you're like, "It's like, yeah, bro, I'm going to yell with you. I'm literally about to work at fucking Google next year. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Stanford, I'm going a full ride to Stanford for a full ride scholarship playing soccer." And yeah. so I thought that was great. I thought this movie was going to be about. You know, her discovering she really doesn't know shit about anyone yeah. in school. That's such mm, an yeah. important topic. Great setup. It's literally, you spend the whole night after this, after they get out of school, you spend the whole night of uh, her and her friend going on a journey to go to this party. It's just, like, super bad. Journey's not the same, but it's a journey, you know, in itself. So they yeah. Similar plot elements. 
similar plot elements. There's a lot of similar plot elements. We'll get to that. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a fair statement to say it's a copy and paste of Super Bad for Girls. Uh, I don't think I'll go that far, but I can see. <laughs> I think they're way different. I think they're and like I like different. and I like the movie Francisco. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but when I watched, it, I was like, oh, this is super bad, but with female characters, like female leads. Yeah, I, I think I'll get it. I'll get to it later. Jonah keep Hill's going. sister yeah. is in the movie. Yeah, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay, okay, okay. I thought that was gonna be the premise of the movie of them realizing they don't know shit about people in high school oh, and then figuring it out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I am because this is what made me mad. It's not that. <laughs> it's them going on a journey to a fucking party that like they leave thirty minutes after. Not thirty minutes. It's it's like super bad, bro. So they go oh my god, there's this one scene in the party <laughs> where she goes up to the guy she has a crush on, right? Uh-huh. And she's like she you know, starts flirting with him, he starts flirting back and he they, she finds out he likes uh harry potter like a millennial yeah millennial oh, they like shit. harry potter together they, that means they love each other i mean mm. it's cute whatever real life be like that yeah sure it does <laughs> it do be like that man it, it he's a hufflepuff like slytherin yeah. whatever oh yeah i love hufflepuffs bro like, <laughs> okay um i think oh, that stupid pizza car scene you know the delivery guy yeah that was so weird. No, that has a payoff. Don't. No, that's no, funny. No, no, it doesn't. Aww. Listen, it ends up being a killer. Uh. I feel like you understand the payoff immediately in the scene itself when he's like, "Oh, how do you know how to get to this place?" Or like, "Oh, I know this place down the road or whatever." It sounds creepy. He's talking about like some cabin, right? I I forgot honestly. And it sounds like, okay, he's a weirdo killer. He's going to kidnap these girls. But obviously, he doesn't even try. He didn't even try to kidnap. He's telling them, stay away from me because you could get kidnapped. Like, like That's uh, a funny oh, thing, though. That's the meta. funny part. Yeah. You don't like screaming for what? Dude, but, like, I feel like he would have just taken her anyways, dude. Because he, 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 he was on the clock. So he he's on the he's, yeah. he's like I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm he done with a, work he has I'm to like make that money yeah 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 if the killer's on the clock he's got to make sure that he's not you know yeah yeah if the, if these girls came in after he was done work all right then obviously he could kill them obviously yeah they yeah he's a, he's a killer he has a perfect opportunity he's gonna wait until after work <laughs> and then when eventually when they find out he's the he was killer, a killer with heart yeah, yeah eventually yeah, when they yeah. find out he's the killer and then it's like okay how do I get you out of jail and they see the guy's face on the you know, his uh, mugshot, it's not a mugshot, it's just drawing, they're trying to find him, and like, oh, I know how to get you out, oh, we're gonna turn in this guy, mm-hmm. come on, dude. No, that was good pay, that's good writing right there. Yeah. No, it's not, dude, I did not, I did not laugh once. The I would have loved to be in the room for that storyboard. The yeah. only part where I really laughed at, that was like, kind of relatable, and it's like, such like a, like a minute scene, it's when she finally gets in the car with that like, girl she doesn't like. To like drop her off at her house, and she's like, "Oh, where the oh, fuck yeah. do you live?" I think, and the scene ends. Yeah, I think that was funny. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah, like that's happened to me before. Yeah, they play run the jewels whenever they steal the car. So, bro, they play death grips in in <laughs> one of the scenes, dude. I'm like, mm-hmm. some of the songs in this are kind of fire. So they one play of the jewels. one of the forced comedy parts I will agree on is the porn. Oh yeah, yeah okay, that, that I can agree. I can agree on that, that one. That was a forced comedy bit right there. Yeah. But I think other parts of it are funny. Yeah. Here's another forced comedy bit. The fucking principal of the school, dude. Okay, listen. All these kids are rich. 
They're fucking rich, dude. You go to like each different party, a bunch of the, these kids are they they're stacked, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, the principal of the stacked, school yeah. has to drive for Lyft. I mean, you'd hey, be like that sometimes. Can you have teachers get paid right now? This is not a teacher. He's a principal of a school. It'd be my like principal that, of my school, bro. She was. I I mean, she had money, bro, and that's just it's just like weird to me. I'm just like, why is he here? Why is he mm-hmm. driving for Lyft? What's it's happening? It's it's for a bit. It's for a bit. Obviously, yeah. The I mean, bit it's obviously it's a bit. It's a horrible it, bit. It didn't land. It's a bad bad bit. Um, and then the porn thing just added on to it. I'm like, oh, come on, can we leave, dude? Also, another thing that's kind of pivotal to the story, which is fine, but I won't lie, when I was first watching it, when she's at the party, the main girl, um, what's her name, man? The lesbian one. Yeah. Uh, when she's at the party, and then all of a sudden she goes to the bathroom, and then this character that she literally... This character was bullying her earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. Is a jerk, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they have sex. Yeah, I, 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 it's so. I, I honestly, I was like, "What is happening?" Like, and I and I get it because it's supposed to like for her character. She's doing mm-hmm. something that's completely out of co- her comfort zone, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and I get it. I understand it. But when I saw it, it just it was jarring to you. Yeah, it was just weird. It's weird, almost. I, I didn't I mind it. I I can agree to an extent that, that that for them to have sex right there is like a force. Yeah, and I, and think, I, get, I think a makeout. I get. Yeah, I think a makeout's make-out. fine. Yeah. yeah, I I get what they were going for. It was it was good, but the, it's the also for a bit part... again. Yeah, I think it's also like that was leading up to another bit where it's like. Yeah, that's a shit bit, man. Or even I think they did that because they needed a. I don't know. Narratively speaking, uh, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind. It. I didn't. I don't think that's bad. And then she pukes on her, bro. It's I think super that's bad. Her... Yeah, that was the bit. That's what he's talking about. That's yeah, the bit. like it was like that's why it was leading up to it. Um, that's a stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, look. Take out, I guess... bro, Take out. Take out the bit and just have them make out and have it be what it is. And she's you know out of her comfort zone. Whatever. The bit's not even necessary. What is it for? Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't that girl come back later and they like exchange a number? Yeah, like that, right? Yeah. So what's the bit? Up... What's the bit for? Who? Cares? Well, it, it was her to get out of the bathroom. It was her to like leave. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm on Joey's side. I think Miss. I mean, Midsummer Book Smart is super great. No pun intended. Uh, uh, it's uh, a great coming of age movie. It's a great comedy. Um, oh, I know. Oh I know. My God. I know Sergio had problems with it because I think I was ranking my best of the year, and he saw my oh my he God. saw my list, and I had it there, and he was like, "Why is this on?" Oh there? yeah, Bookmark yeah. was on mine too. Yeah, and so um, I think it. I think what Sergio's saying in the beginning is correct. Like, comedy is, a f- yeah, uh, for sure. It's a genre where it's like horror. It's subjective. Yeah, it's subjective. Where you can think something is super funny. Like I saw it in the theater, and I think it heightened my experience because everyone in the theater was laughing and so i was like laughing with them and it's one of because because you know you're right billy lord's character um in a sense she is wacko she's crazy um but i think i've laughed i laughed a couple of times like genuinely and the other times wasn't that i didn't laugh that much but genuinely i laughed a couple times and um i think it's because i've hung out with you know the majority of my friends now that i met after high school they're like girls and so (sighs) 
I realized that this movie is like spot on to the female perspective. And so a lot of things that, you know, they'll say or they do, it's literally like what happens in Booksmart. So the dramatic elements are great. Um, but I don't think it's like the best coming of age ever, ever made. I think it's really, really good. And I enjoy it a lot. Like I could watch it right now. Transformers 1 for sure. No, I think Edge of 17 is better. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Easily. I think they're I think they're about the same. Mm. I like, I like them both equally. Though. I like them both equally. That's fine. Because I think Easy A to me is still superior. I love Easy A so much. Maybe because mm-hmm. I just love Emma Stone. You know, whatever. But but yeah, no, the Edge of Seventeen is great. Same thing. It's just the same kind of. I think that one's more on the super bad level. Edge of Seventeen. Than Booksmart is because I feel like Booksmart is more less of the edginess and the rawness. It's more about the friendship that they have. But I feel like it does try to be edgy, and that's the thing. About I don't. It. I don't. Yeah, I. I don't agree with that. Oh, you think it's edgy? Yeah, or I do feel like yeah. it's edgy. I think. Oh. I don't think it is, but I it tries edgy, to be. I think yeah, Edge of Seventeen is more real. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think Booksmart is real. I, I think that's one of those things where Edge of Seventeen is. I don't think it's edgy. I think it's just raw and real. Whereas in Superbad is ed- being edgy. I feel like Edge of Seventeen is real and. Booksmart isn't trying to be real at all. I think it's just trying to like... be relatable with the characters. Yeah, so, so you're agreeing that Booksmart is more like Superbad than Edge of Seventeen is like Superbad? No, Edge of Seventeen is more like Superbad. Well, you just said that. You just said Edge of Seventeen is more real, where Superbad is more edgy and Booksmart is more edgy. That's what you just said. Well, no, I said I said Booksmart is more not trying to be realistic. That's the only way that I could see that they're similar, where it's the opposite spectrum of unrealistic coming of age, where it's like very, very wacky, goofy, girly comedy, and then very manly, like fucking sex jokes on the other. It's like it's like the same spectrum where Edge of Seventeen is on its other thing, where I think it's real. Um, and that's yeah, why and I that's think they're kinda, different. That's what kind of bothers me is that you have, and I mean, this happens a lot, but just real quick, because uh, you this happens a lot where you have a movie that, for some reason, like kicks off and for some reason just gains a lot of traction. When to me, you know, I'm, look, I'm not a girl, right? Yeah. So I can't tell you. We're not relatable. all girls. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> I can't tell you what's relatable for a girl. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what, you know. I, so I, I have no perspective on that. True. But if I had to assume. I found it relatable, though, at least for a guy. If I had to guy. assume, yeah. Edge of 17 would be more relatable than Booksmart. I think I found both of them relatable. How, what, I you? Just... Yeah. I, think, I, I don't think you have to be a female or a male, vice versa, to, like, think that. A character or certain situations are not relatable. Oh, um, okay. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. So, True. like, that's why it's like, right? It's different, different experiences. Like, I've found a lot of stuff in Booksmart that I found relatable. You know, um, a lot of bad things about the characters, and a lot of good things about the characters that I can relate to as well. Not just the main characters, the girls, but like the guys, whatever, all of them. Um, even like the, the kid that you find funny, the one that's uh, rich, super rich, like he just wants to fit in, you know, and. A lot of a lot of themes 
in Booksmart that I find relatable. I, I mean, I'm not a girl, so it could be more relatable to a a, a girl. I think the uh, friendship arc is you could find relatable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've that's no, what I'm that's leaning fair. more towards. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm fair. leaning more towards. That's because fair. obviously I'm I'm not a lesbian. I'm not I'm not you know doing certain things that they're doing, but I relate to friendship. I relate to you I know that. what they're going through with their feelings. You know, it's high school. It's you know separating whatever but that's fine yeah but uh here's the thing i don't think that book smart is top tier coming up i think it's super good so whenever i'm defending it because you guys are coming from the opposite spectrum but i i love it for what it is but I think I don't want to sound like I'm like, this is amazing. It, to me, it's funny. It's super awesome. I would watch it all the time. Maybe if, as time goes by, I'll think more highly of it. Um, I hope not. I think <laughs> the cinematography and costume. Cinematography one, is great. Yeah. Yeah. If you think more highly of it, you're going to say it's the best movie of all time, man. You're already well, <laughs> gassing it up. It's no, it's, well, I'm, I'm gassing it up for the sake of arguments, you know. But um, I think there just, are plenty of better. Yeah, there are. Movies. Yeah. I'm always like, Little Women. Be Little Women so is smart. amazing. Yeah, Little Women call is amazing. Call Me By Your Name. Even like serious coming of age movies like Call Me By Your Name. Love which... Simon is amazing. Like I love Love Simon. I think Love Simon is a little bit better than... <clears throat> have you ever seen... Uh, have you ever seen... Um... Oh shit, man. It's like a long title. Uh, me, me and Earl. And The Dying Girl. Yeah. Fantastic. I yeah, saw it once, great. dude. It's amazing. And so great. I don't think Booksmart is there yet. I think it's with more watches for me, I think it, it could be there. No. But like there's certain coming of age films where you just can't deny. Like that they, they just they're you know, they hit you more whereas in this is more lighthearted but still relatable. You know. As much as I do like Book Smart though, I will wholeheartedly admit it's not a movie I find myself ever wanting to watch again. Okay, that's fair. Like I love I like the movie, mm-hmm. but like I'll rewatch Easy A. I'll rewatch Super Bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like I'll and, go out of my way to rewatch it. Yeah, if you'd have to. I was I was not upset when they took Booksmart off Hulu. Uh, <laughs> you 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 were one of those protesting like why this is okay. Mm, I do love that. <clears throat> Olivia Wilde kind of beat the odds. Yeah, Booksmart got no push. Yeah, it was only in theaters for a week, I think, in here here in Corpus. Damn. Yeah, and it's a cult now, cult classic. Yeah. Come. So all all props to her for that. Yeah, she's great. Again, all the props to Olivia Wilde because I think I said this before, but she showed that she can she can direct a movie and uh, you know say what you want about the script and problems with the script and everything, but directing wise, compositions, her yeah, shots, her everything wise, is great. It's amazing. Directing wise is great. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. The the script is what lacks, which is yeah. you know. Which you know, and, and bro, essentially, I believe okay. that's because yeah. it is like trying to feed off of the super bad train. Yeah, um, I I believe that's why that script lacks because as you're watching it, you're kind of like, we've seen this. You can't we've not compare here. it, man. You yeah, no, it, it's it's hard I, I think to. I think it's, like I, it's, it's Jonah Hill's sister. <laughs> it's gonna be compared, but. I think they're just different movies. Like when you compare them, it's like I can't because it's like apples and oranges. It's like different. But you have there. There is no. Still, choice there's but still to fruit. Compare. There's still fruit. 
the, the girl but is the same like, complexion of Michael Sarah. There, there, literally, there literally is no. What the fuck? You have to compare it. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's fair. That's a fair thing. Yeah. But um, even if you don't want to, there's too again, many similarities. Again, I still think Superbad is better. You know, I think. Yeah, like Joe yeah. said, Superbad's a movie you can like put on. Yeah, but, like, you can. Like you don't have to go out or or you do go out of your way to put it on because it's just that funny, you know. But the the yeah. best yeah. part the best part about Superbad is you can just put it on whenever and it has the same themes. Yeah, very similar themes. And I think it's just different perspectives. Um I think the friendship arc is better in Superbad than it is. Yeah. Um I, I, I more uh, likable. Everyone involved I, in Superbad is just way more likable too. I guess yeah. I mean, I mean, you could say that. I I still think there's a Seth same. Rogan and Bill Hader. And, and the, the thing, the that's side, the thing. The side characters are incredible. That's where I could agree with you. Seth Rogen and Bill Hader are the best supporting characters you can have in a movie. The best. Yeah. Dude, Mick that's where it lacks. Mick Lovin. Booksmart lack is because it doesn't have that that side quest, dude. With I think yeah, I think it's because Mick Lovin. You McLovin, only focus McLovin. on like. Is one of because the best side the, characters is yeah. <laughs> yeah. ever ever made. Exactly, and I think that's what because Booksmart doesn't want to focus on the side characters as it much as it wants to focus on two on the two main characters the whole yeah. movie. And that's and that's cool. It's different. That's why it's like oh, it's it's not like you can say it's focusing on Billy Lord's character or that the kid that's the boy that's with her, um, but it's the main it drive might... is their friendship. And I think it suffers from what Midsummer suffers from that you're introducing yeah. a lot of people in the beginning just to focus on two. That I that's guess so. my problem, yeah. dude. And because, that that's fair. Uh, and, and you could and you can almost said. say the same for Superbad, except yeah. Emma Stone and all of them pop up enough to where you care yeah. about them. Yeah. But then I mean then again it's just you the the way their characters are treated with like uh Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah's character like like you could it's 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 a quote unquote guy movie but you don't really get to see their perspective it's just they're kind of like the end of the quest for them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like when you, the... when you put all the Judd Apatow's movies except for the King of Sad Island cuz I think that's his best one I need to see it I've yeah. seen it oh shit I would say that I think King of Sad Island and Superbad have the most love Okay. For what yeah. they are doing. I need to yeah. watch it. Yeah. I gotta watch it too. Um, my, my my thing for King of Sad Island might just be because I'm a I'm a big like advocate for like mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. And knowing Pete Davidson's life history and stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it might sway me more because I am big on all of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely with Super Bad also, I do feel like you can Sense the love that Judd Apatow you could yeah you can yeah and I don't think there's no denying that in Superbad and like likewise in Booksmart there's a lot of care uh, mm-hmm. for characters especially the two main characters in Booksmart like there's there's a lot of love that Olivia Wilde brings to it the way that she shoots them the way she directs them um, even the kid the one that's trying to fit in like there's a lot of love there for the characters and that's why I think it sways me a lot that Booksmart is so good to me because of the care and the love that they have uh, for these people, but um, they're just not fleshed out. That's all. Yeah, I guess you, that's a valid criticism where it's like they're not fleshed out as well as it is in uh, Superbad, where um, <clears throat> more characters are fleshed out, and you know, I mean, just think about it, bro. Like Superbad, if you think about it, McLovin 
could be the most. I mean, I wouldn't say the well. It kind of is the most popular character. He mm-hmm. is, and yeah. he's just no one can tell you character. Jonah Hill or Michael Sarah's names from that movie. But they can say McLovin. Yeah, but they'll always that's, say that's McLovin. Crazy. That's crazy. That's true. Yeah. Holy shit. Chicka chicka. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. Like. No, Wait. yeah, no, make, uh, dude, I honestly, bro, I don't know his, I can't name his name right now, but it's like dude, Christopher, <laughs> Christopher something, something, yeah, some he's he's so good, um, in everything, but like when we talk about superstar performances, like from side characters, like there's few names that pop up, and believe it or not, like I'll name him all the time because he is oh, such an iconic great, character. He, he is it, so right? iconic. He is so iconic with, like you said, few things to do, but or not the to do because he does a lot of stuff with the cops. But I think just, without him, you don't that movie fails because yeah, <clears throat> he's a lot of the side plot. Yeah. So if he's not likable, that whole cop thing doesn't work. Yeah, it's crazy because wasn't he like he was like sixteen or seventeen, bro, when they filmed that shit? He's probably young. They were all young, I think. Like Emerson was seventeen. He, he was yeah. the he was the youngest one though, and like to have yeah. that, like I don't know, man. And they kind of dog on him like he's the youngest one too. Like they kind of, like, sh- like shut shut the fuck up. Yeah, was a dick to him in that movie. Yeah, like they they treat him kind of, <laughs> and he's kind of just like a pushover a little bit too. Yeah, like, he he's like, is. But he's also like a fucking douchebag. It's kind of like is. Uh, he is. you know, like in The Big Lebowski, like uh, Steve Buscemi's character. Steve Buscemi. Where he's just like this side character that I mean, obviously not as popular or not as big, but like he's a side character where literally, bro, he barely has any lines, and his lines are always getting shot down by John Goodman's uh, character, where he's literally just telling him to shut the fuck up or whatever the fuck his name is. Like the they whole both have movie, the same bro. kind of the same aura, like the same vibe. Yeah, they both the have the whole, same. The whole movie, bro. Steve Buscemi's just like trying to tell him shit. Like, he's like the walrus or whatever. He's like, shut the fuck up or whatever. Like, just getting mad at him. Yeah. But it's just iconic. Like, it's just. It is iconic. It's just, it just works so well. Like, it's. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I look. End of story. I do agree that Superbad is superior, but I disagree that Midsummer. I mean that. <laughs> Booksmart. Like it back in time. Like, yeah, I think that Booksmart is not mid. I just think it's not funny. I don't know. Mid, I guess... mid, mid might be a tough word just because we're talking. Like, if I say that, then we're talking like the whole. I just, I just yeah. think that. I think it's. I think it's great. Uh, e. Yeah. See, I can't follow you. Okay. Uh, that, that, think... That's the thing. That that's where where we yeah. leave off on. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. It's not Any... mid. I won't go mid anymore. Okay. Any closing thoughts on Booksmart? It uh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sucks. Uh, okay. Uh, what about you, Brian? Any final yeah, thoughts on books, it's, it's not that funny. Costume design, <laughs> uh, costume design, cinematography, all great, dude. Great, fantastic. I, I like some of the side characters too. You know, some of the ones yeah. that you know, I felt like they could have been like been my friends. You know what school. I loved? I, I just want to bring it up real quick. I love the musical number. It's great. I loved it. Same cinematographer as La La Land. So great. I think they took advantage of that. Loved it. Yeah. That was my that was my favorite part, I think. Yeah. What about you, Joey? Anything final thoughts on Booksmart? I I mean I like the movie. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing, no, but I mean I, I if it ever came on, I wouldn't not turn it off. Yeah. And so it's just it's you think it's good. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Well, um can, can that I, can 
Oh, you were going to say something. Uh, I was just going to say, can I defend all the hype it got? No. Okay. okay. Cisco, think... can you, real quick, really fast, Cisco, can mm-hmm. you defend where you placed it? Oh, where I put it? Okay, oh. I forgot where I put it. I put it, like... I don't think you can. I don't think you can, man. Let me see. I This is my list. I got to find out where I put it as my 2019 uh, favorite films. Um, and and I, it's the only reason, it's the only reason really why I... Why you I jumped on it? I put out 11. Oh. Uh, as my uh, 11th. Out of 17. 17. Oh. I put 11. Where, where was I Parasite? Think Parasite was uh, literally one below at 12. So I, can, I, I don't think I could defend now, like... No, but name all the other ones. Oh, the ones that's above? Yeah, okay, so... Let me look at mine, too. <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I, this, is, this is what happens with lists from time to time. Like, shit will change and opinions will change. Yeah, so that's So at, at 17, I had the farewell. 16, what? I love... Yeah, this is crazy because I think that's better than Booksmart. I've seen Please. it more times now for a while. Uh, I Lost My Body at 16. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 15, I think it's better than Booksmart. Um, the Report, I've seen it a lot of times. It's so good. I don't know if okay, I put it in a book or something. The Irishman, I think. I don't know, but I love The Irishman. Um, but these are movies that I love, so it's not like... You know, I'm not going to love them a little bit less. Yeah, these are your best. Yeah. And then which is, Paras- yeah. yeah. Parasite, which I love. Booksmart. And then my top 10 is Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Mid- yeah. Midsummer, Bombshell, Marriage Story, uh, 1917, The Two Popes, Uncut Gems, Knives Out, Little Woman. And my number one was Waves. But after seeing Portrait of a Lady on Fire, I think that would be our number one. Easy. So we're going to get bounced Dang. out. Okay. I found my list right here. You found your list? Yeah, so mine was 15, and it was, and Booksmart was number seven. What was mine. it ahead of? What was it ahead of? It was ahead of uh, Avengers Endgame was 15, starting from 15 to seven. It mm-hmm. was Endgame, John Wick 3, High mm-hmm. Life, Climax, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, it's great. I left that shit out. Fuck. After watching Peanut Butter Falcon again, I probably put that above it. Oh, Once yeah, dude. 1,000%. Us. And then Ad Astra. And then it was Book Smart, Parasite, Marriage Story, Midsummer, Uncut Gems, The Lighthouse, and Little Women. Well, so we kind of have similar stuff on it then. And The Lighthouse and Little Women was like back and forth for me. Yeah. Mine was, yeah. So Matt was Waves and Little Women. I didn't know which one. Was. <sighs> but I think um, I would only, I think I would only move Book Smart to probably. 11 at this point because i definitely like once upon a time more us more yeah our falcon more yeah um same year so it would go down but i think i would still have it on my list of favorites of 2019 because um it was one of my favorites um but uh other than that that concludes the unpopular opinion slash hot takes episode um it was sweaty it was a sweaty one <laughs> yeah we were i was more. i was i was kind of worried in the beginning, because uh, we, need to, we, were... we need to do this more often. Yeah, we do. Thanks. We need to. We need to. We need to let out some of our steam with certain opinions that we have, because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun sometimes. I feel like you just gotta work out in. Uh, but nonetheless, it was very fun. Um, again, we are now on Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to us. If you're listening to us on Spotify, that's great. But now we are on Apple Podcasts, so you can. Uh, Find us at Think Movie Show uh, on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star rating. So 
we can uh, get more it. traction. We can get more traction here. Um, we're also on various other sites, so if you want to check that out and find out where you can listen to us, you can go to uh, Think Movie Show slash uh, Anchor.fm slash Think Movie Show. Um, you can find me on social media at Frank Lopez underscore fourteen. Uh, you can uh, find the the Think Movie podcast on social media at Think Movie Show on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, where can the people find you, Brian? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at uh, Bri Prado. Uh, same thing with Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Joey? Uh, Lord Joey six one five on Twitter and on Instagram. And thank you so much, Sergio, for being part. Yeah. Of this episode. And Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, we gave him my thanks. But I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where can the people find you, Sergio? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I don't use my social media as often as a lot of people do. So just follow. Mm-hmm our something media page yes uh, something media on twitter uh mm-hmm. it's something media uh all together uh the s and the m is capitalized there's an underscore at the end of it mm-hmm. and then on instagram it's something media uh same thing all together um and then on youtube as well something media you yeah and, uh, we're doing a lot of cool stuff there we're releasing short yeah. films skits uh other podcasts like we have a basketball called the bounce pass podcast that we have too um, so if you're interested in that, check us out. We're at Something Media. We have big things coming. Brian's also a part of it. He for does sure. a lot of the score for our for our short films. He's he amazing. sure He's does. Great. He, he kills it. He kills, he kills it. it each and every time. Guys are too nice. He's next up. He's next up. He's next up. Watch out! Watch out, Hans Zimmer. He's next up. But um, thanks again for tuning in to the Think Movie Show. Um, uh, we'll see you guys next time.